Welcome to Pathways Unnatural, a Star Wars-inspired actual play of Galactic 2E, a no-dice, no-masters game by Riley Rethal. Hi, I'm Don, pronouns he-him. I play Tildoff Gora, pronouns also he-him, the Moncal merchant using the Diplomat playbook. Hi, I'm Eclipse, she-they. Uh, I'll be playing Prior, uh, whose pronouns are she-her. Um, she's a Jedi, and... Uh, she's using the Nova playbook. Hi, I'm Jacqueline, pronouns she and her. Uh, I'm playing... Balda. It's been a couple weeks. Um, I think we should just keep this one. <laughs> I'm playing Balta Fawn, uh, the uh, pronouns also she and her, the Sith woman who's like your grandma if she was a Sith woman. I am Jeff, he they. I'm playing N1K1, aka Nichols, who uses they them pronouns. I'm a pit droid turned ace pilot and thus will be using the ace pilot playbook. Cool. Oh and I'm using the elder playbook by Jeff Stormer. <laughs> We've got like seven takes of this at this point. I mean <laughs> Yeah. Hello, my name is Eclipse. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. At this point, we've used so much dialogue that Don could probably just make us say whatever he wants. Turn <laughs> us into a soundboard. That sounds like a lot of work. Only initially. <laughs> Once you get the soundboard going, then you can crank outwards, no problem. But I, my, my brain is not great and i would literally just make folders of these are all the prepositions eclipse says these are the <laughs> adjectives jeff says like i would take it too far and burn out just for a joke <laughs> i was gonna print call a pizza place <laughs> you could get stuff like this eclipse is nearby say your prayers you <laughs> oh. <laughs> control I just realized it was it was above it was below the thing. Well, I, I, hang on, what's the I, the the uh? <laughs> that's the Infomaniac from Lego Island. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna close that now. <laughs> yeah, I uh, don't want to do that. Does anyone else have any fun uh, soundboard related bits before we continue? <laughs> I think I'm good on sound bits, actually. Believe it or not, I don't have a sound bit anecdote to add here. Awesome. Pathways Unnatural, Episode 6, Leaps and Boundaries. Fresh from their exit of the casino, the caravan makes its way to the base of the Liberation on Ilum. Once there, former troublemaker on a galactic level, Baltifon is given a less than warm welcome, and a prophecy for the sanctity of the galaxy is revealed to Prior. So, I guess we're going Ilum, right? Yep. Uh, do we want to do any sort of space scene, or do we want to just, like, arrive? Uh... I like just rocketing above the planet. That's, that's like, one of my favorite shots, personally. Do a, do, do a, do a wipe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it has to be a, a wipe, like, left, right, or up, yep. down. Yep, Le left, right, wipe, and then like 
for for some reason we were flying in hyperspace upside down uh in relation to the planet so we have to reorient ourselves yeah i guess like i mean i think the thing the first thing that prior would do at least is like just spam their comm line <laughs> just like send them just like try and call them up who is them the uh the the council in exile gotcha. um, who are based on Ilum and I think we discussed like a big like ice temple um, yeah that there's also a liberation base inside of okay so I guess I have a question about that does Prior have a contact in the council in exiles uh organization well I guess I mean it would probably be uh Master Cassidy and her mom right oh that's right that's how we ended last session yeah I guess she's calling her mom <laughs> okay so uh I guess I have another question or maybe we can explore it but uh I, I guess just short 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 band is uh how long does it take for your mom to pick up the phone that's a, that's a good question I think I feel like that depends on what you did to get what you did to get grounded exactly <laughs> here's the thing I I think the thing is that, like, Prior got exiled because, like, some some little thing that she did was used as, as pretense to put her out of, out of harm's way, um, out of danger, because she, like, messed up a little bit on a mission, but the reason why her mother exiled her is because she was sent on that mission. And I, I think it was a, um, ooh. Are you saying that your mom fridged you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that it was a mission to, oh, I think it was a mission to get the, the artifact emitter that Prior has. Like, it, she didn't have it before this mission. And she bound herself to it. That that was the that was the thing that was exile exile worth worthy, because she made this like a, attachment in the force to this thing, uh, that is like inextricable. Wow. Okay. Was it because of that particular emitter? That's a good question. You were like, I want an emitter, and your mom said, "We have emitters at home." <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. I'm just thinking about like who, who, who would be seen as like so dangerous, right? Like, like who, whose was this? That this is like such a weird thing to have. Oh. Okay. It had a. Uh. It had some sort of uh notoriety. Maybe that's. Is could that be why you you did it anyway? Because it wasn't explained to you. Yeah. That would be interesting. I guess from from our perspective, like, do we have a thought of like, what well, I feel like the Council in Exile would be scared of like the the old Jedi. Um, so maybe this is like something that was like on Dantooine. Like it, it belonged to like one of the uh, the masters who was uh, either killed in the first or in the uh, Jedi Civil War or the um, the the war against the uh, triumvirate um 
and I think that the Jedi Civil War makes the most sense. This was M Malak killed this this Jedi in the the Jedi uh, the Jedi Temple destruction on Dantooine, and this was left over. Um, this this emitter that has a kyber crystal in it, um, and they're afraid of what that might mean. Uh, or mm, I have another idea, <laughs> an alternative <laughs> idea. Um, they know that something something is up with the way that uh, what's their name? Um, that Candor Moratori died, and this this was Candor's emitter. Oh, um, wow. and like they sent Prior to get it, and we're like, whatever you do, like don't like don't like don't connect to this thing because we don't know what's going on with that so there's and... probably a conversation about attachments like a like a chiding warning from someone who knew better but rather than tell you they had to be all jedi about it and say you know be mindful of attachments yeah and like I think the the really rough part about this is this was both a like Priora was being tested by someone who wasn't like by someone who was like not her mom, and her mom like found out about this and and uh, you know like after everything happened was like all right you're exiled <laughs> you can't keep. You can't keep, like I can't have you keep being in these like I can't have you be in the situation where like people are trying to like bait you into doing this shit. Wow. No, wait, is that the same emitter that you then like would proceed to lose? Uh, I, wait, did I lose it? Or like was stolen from you? She had a unique emitter. I remember uh, that. So yeah, she, she 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 has this emitter. Yeah, she came into the show with a unique emitter. Uh, her actual saber is being held by the council. I'm thinking of the saber. Oh yeah. And 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 for the and Candor was Candor was like your old master, right? Yeah. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of implications to this. All kinds of drama. Uh, <laughs> and also, we had conversations uh, off 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 mic about about who Candor is. So interesting stuff. Um, See, I, I guess with that in mind, uh, I feel like Master Castan would want to talk to Prior, like, or mm, I don't know. I feel like I want someone else to characterize this character because I, I, I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if anyone has any thoughts about like whether she would be like, she would want to talk to Prior immediately and be like, "What the hell are you doing here?" or if she would like wait because she like knew this was coming actually no she wouldn't say what what the hell are you doing here because they sent her a letter uh but like i i i think she waits because i think she knew this was coming but i think that makes sense yeah i have an exact thought for who the what kind of person uh Cassidy is i would love to hear this uh i i i'm just imagining like so we're saying that the phone doesn't uh, eventually get picked up, but like after a while. Yeah, it's slow. Uh, I'm imagining like f like flowing hair, uh, or like the equivalent of flowing hair, um, 
like a bright smile and like just sort of like wait okay everyone calls you prior but is it, it's like actually priore right yeah it's priore it's like priore my darling one like something like that <laughs> i love that um yeah i, I think uh prior prior priore uh like when she sees her mom is like uh hey yeah you're not gonna shoot us out of the sky right no no of course not i you you got the letter i assume i did why i don't know we we can talk when i'm on world why Why, why, why do you, why do y'all want me back? Oh, we can. Why wouldn't we want you back? And another big, big smile. God. Uh, <laughs> um, and don't say, don't say such embarrassing things. Uh, we, we can, we can, we can discuss this fully in person. Now, 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 now make your descent and, and join us shortly. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. And I think Prior hangs up. All right, all right, we can land. I feel like Nichols is definitely at the controls. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nichols will bring it in. Not just the ship, but also group hug. <laughs> nice. I feel like Prior would accept, would accept a hug right now. I think Prior is having a hard time. She, she, She's not one to avoid hugs. It's it's uh you know potentially an emotional or or stressful situation depending on the relationship. Nichols is might not be aware, uh. But either way, you know, gotta support the teammates. So bring it in. Yeah, I think Tildoff tries not to, but Galcor will not let him. <laughs> Makes sense. I, I think I think Gart is accidentally swept up into it. Like he's just walking <laughs> by. Like he. Like he's just walks by, like eating like a microwave taco or something like that. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I guess hugging is happening now. So, does he spill the taco? He spills the taco. Oh no. Balta is asleep. I'm going to make a weird argument about what I think this place is. Okay. I think this is a rune. Because, like, I, I thought about academy or, or library or cave or base, but I feel like. More than anything, this is a place where, like, like the the place where you study the force is like the place where like light and dark, like like you know, are are stacked atop each other, um, in a lot of Star Wars media, and so I I like the idea that like there's something a little dark about this place. There's something a little bit fucked up about this about this this ice temple. If if everyone's okay with that, yeah, that makes sense to me. The the council in exile doesn't. Or maybe do they uh, fear the dark side as much as the true council in Coruscant? I don't think they do. I think... I I think that the way that they feel about... Um, it's going to take me a while to remember this character's name. Kandor. I think the way they feel about Kandor almost reveals that they, they are afraid of, like... What, what does too much light look like? <laughs> <laughs> what does what what does like uh what does the worst jedi look like or the most jedi look like so like do they fear they fear dogma more than 
a particular side of the force. Yeah, I, I think that's that's accurate. That feels like kind of what we were saying uh, when we uh, were chatting about plots and stuff. So, okay, that makes sense that they, they wouldn't uh, expunge the darkness from it or they wouldn't like make sure they only went to a light-only place. So to have that there, it's it's truer of life that you can't just hide away in your literal ivory tower. Yeah. Um, so two to three aesthetic elements, crumbling pillars, a monument to an unknown god, the lingering shadow of war, security measures to make sure no one touches the remains, tourist traps, a lonely and profound silence. I'm imagining crumbling ice pillars, like that were once carved with like these intricate like detailings but they're now like slowly like kind of worn away I, I really want an excuse to say that tourist traps are a part of this but I don't think it fits yeah this is probably very remote I'm tempted towards a monument to an unknown god because that's just so much fun yeah that's so do mortis core <laughs> you gotta do it uh, do we want to add uh, any others? Because we need two to three for this one. Uh, well, the lingering shadow of war. I mean, they're just the people, the council in exile, represent that lingering mm -hmm. shadow of war. Yeah. And I well, think um, for the rumors, uh, to me, this this it has to be an ancient cursor ghosts. Oh yeah. Ancient cursor ghosts. That's very good. Uh, we can do both. An ancient curse of ghosts. Ancient <laughs> curse. Uh, ancient curse and ghosts. I think that's fun. Uh, and this is the uh, villain temple. I also feel like there's like an interesting dynamic here of like the opposite relationship to a um, to like your Coruscant or your uh, your uh, Octo, where it's like the dark part part is on the surface and then the light is like deep within the the planet Ooh. okay i think that's very fun so like when we arrive everyone who's any amount of force sensitive immediately senses this i think we talked about tildoff having like a crumb of force sensitivity at one point and i like that but i didn't really like have anything to like dig into that so like maybe Tildoff's uneasy all the time, but <laughs> getting here, feeling this. He's just force intolerant. Oh, no. I mean, that's that's more or less how I, I thought of him at the very start. Yeah, I think like it's. Um, I think for Tildoff, it's it starts with like the feeling that a sailor gets. Where it's like, uh, or, or someone with like, with like a, uh, any any sort of like, uh, like surgical body cavity, um, where it's like this sense that, um, this like physical pressure that's in the space, but I think it, like the pressure relents to this more, um. Like it, 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 it feels hyper real. Like it feels as if Tildoff is like forced to the front of his eyes almost. 
Mm, okay. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know if he has much beyond that. Oh, I, I like that, yeah. I think I'm gonna give the force token for that as well, for invoking awe. Um, and then I guess the other thing I, that, w- that we would see here is like a bunch of like snow uh, liberation folks, right? Oh, yeah. How big is the liberation base here? I think the way we talked about it, it's probably one of the bigger ones because they latched onto the council in exile and they were able to like use their propensity of um, relationships to secure a larger segment, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Is like the leader of the the, the liberation here? Oh yeah, right. Because because you have that connection uh, uh, held off the. Oh, yeah the the wise leader of the rebel force with disagreeable methods. So, okay, I think that that feeling you described uh, that Tildoff has is just uh, may, maybe it like rings a little truer even when he recalls. Uh, where at the council in exile that person could be here so like that 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 dread yeah i have an insane idea for what this character could look like um so you know you know the really tall guy in the jedi council in uh, the yariel poof yeah what if it was one of those guys, but, but with cybernetics, and he had like a, um, he had like an LED face, like, Ooh. uh, and and like a, a cool, uh, a, a, a you know cool cool jacket, like just like walking arsenal type guy, but he's also got this like weird long neck. Yeah, a quirmian. Actually, I think I, yeah. Whatever gender we wind up going for uh, for this character, I just feel like like a that species doesn't really get to like play like cool action person roles often, um, and b I just think it would be cool to have uh, some 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 funny robot parts on a person. Nice, for no reason. <laughs> just because. Just because. Um, uh, and also, they're wearing a pirate hat. Oh, yes. Uh, I gotta think of Star Wars name. Uh, so the, 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 the one character we have is Yariel Poof. Mm-hmm. Um, Y-A-R-A-E-L Poof. Yeah. That helps you. What about Wijikan? Wijikan Leaps. Ooh. I feel like that's a good name for a for a leader of a, of a liberation movement. Yeah, that, oh, that, yeah sounds, that sounds distinct. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, so what, what, what was their first trait? Wise. Yeah. Uh, and something to do with... Questionable uh, methods. So much yeah. There's something that would Maverick? Fit. Yeah, Maverick seems right. Or scheming. Or zealous. Yeah. Because yeah, as as we talked about, we can explore on air uh, the the reasoning the reasoning behind their questionable methods uh, is is in the gray, as it were. Yeah. Well, I think it's be- like 
I, I think I think scheming and or stealthy or something is actually better because like I think we mentioned that like they're not questionable as in questionable to moral standards. They're questionable to like a or not quite they're not questionable to like uh they're not a war criminal. They just work with like normal criminals. <laughs> basically. They got they got a little shitty along the way. Yeah. I think uh I think scheming is fun. Why isn't scheming is a really interesting dichotomy for, for Witchkin leaps? I think Witchikin uses she she her and um what's what's a fun Star Wars pronoun? I wanna I wanna get like some like uh some some star like what what would what would people be calling themselves in Star Wars? How about I I J O but like 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 Iho or Iha in Spanish, but Oh, the age is already dropped. I, oh. I hope. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how useful they'll be as pronoun. Um, I I'm thinking about like what pronouns would like what neo pronouns would people invent in the Star Wars universe? Uh, something with multiple letters, like like a like a clicking, like a okay. I don't know if that's disrespectful, but like uh, other other species, like they don't have the human vocal like an ethorian uh the hammerhead species like they they have very distinct uh, uh voices so they most many of them to speak basic they have to have like vocal modulators what about tauntaun gender pronouns what about tauntauntauns or or bantha van 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 vanths <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna go she her for now. I'll think of okay. some some funny Star Wars pronouns, but I don't want to hold this up. Uh, but yeah, we got we uh, which can leaps or I think they the she's probably fine with leap uh, just leap too. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll be which can leap leaps because that's make it make so we remember that. Cool. Um, I think on seeing Tildoff, which can like ooh, <laughs> I'm looking at her moves. Um, she's a move. Ask someone a question they don't they don't yet know the answer to, and give them a token. Um, oh no! So I think Wichikin, uh walks up to Tildoff, and like the first thing that she says is she points up at a points up at like a very weird cannon, uh, like th this like very like makeshift um, custom. Uh, anti-air anti cannon and uh, she says um, ah Tildoff I'm going to uh, do, do you know what that does? Uh, leap hello uh, shoots down enemy vessels it's a cannon very close very close very close it doesn't just shoot them down. It stuns the vehicle. So we can go in later and recover the parts. Pretty oh, inventive, uh, huh? A non-lethal option. That's very noble of you. Oh, it usually kills the people in the ship. It just doesn't damage the parts as much. Uh, very lucrative, then. Exactly. 
How are you doing? Uh, I'm here on Ilum, standing in front of you. Uh, I've been worse. I'm tempted to believe that's true based on the times we've had together. Um, you... I've heard reports that you're working with some... some elements. Uh, yes, we've... Uh, more of a grassroots thing. We've done a couple deals, met some like-minded and not like-minded individuals. Uh, best move for us going forward was to come here and join all of you. So we have a variety of skills at our disposal. Maybe some intel to share. I see. Well, I... And we can always use help here, but if you have jobs to do for those people, I'd prefer you work on that. I mean, we, um... I'm sure you can tell we need allies. And kind of, she kind of gestures to, like, the sparse, uh... The sparse folks who were there, um... Many of whom are wounded, um... Or, or like, clearly exhausted or, or traumatized, um... And, uh... I think Tildoff, uh, looks at the lackluster attendance in the area uh, gives a shrewd look to Leap. Are you saying your previous recruitment tactics aren't working anymore? And he has got a bit of a wry grin about this because he he didn't... Tildoff does not care uh, for the tactics used and uh, the way things uh, panned out for the last group of people Leap was able to uh, muster. Well, if I'm to understand it, the way that you're doing things isn't much different from the way that I did things. You're working with criminals, aren't you? Yes, but we've learned from past mistakes I don't intend to turn my back on them as soon as their use has worn out. Uh, and he's getting a little heated. Listen, listen. Let's let's not let's not <clears throat> let's not cut hairs off of a Wookiee's back. We can um we can how, how about this? We we take care of your ship. We get everything fixed up, and you um all you have to do is tell me a little bit about this deal you're you're in. <laughs> he looks back at the very sorry ship behind him. I suppose that's the best deal I'm going to find on this ice ball. And uh, he'll he'll turn his back on Leap and uh, go go see uh, Galcor. Well, uh, Teldop gets a token uh, oh. because uh, the Liberation uh, offered help and solidarity uh, with or without a cost. Okay, so uh, there's I... no limit. Oh, jeez. Okay, so. Okay, I'm, I need to keep a closer eye on my strong moves because I've been collecting these things like they're Pokemon. Oh, yeah, um, you got a couple. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, I, I'll be better about watching that. Uh, okay. Uh, does Teldoff have, like, anything to say to Galcor? It's just kind of, like, uh, no, he just to... He just does not want to be in Leap's company any further. <laughs> gotcha. And, uh, yeah, I guess, does anyone else, like, on our in our group have any, like, relationship to Leap? I don't think Balta's ever met Leap. I was going to say no, but as uh, Tildoff is walking away, I think Nichols will 
kind of scurry up next to him and say, why are they always so mean? Aren't we on the same side? Uh, think about coins is there's multiple sides and a lot of distance from one edge to the other. They leap, gets the job done, but doesn't always leave a happy ending for those who throw their lot in and risk it all. I could still be more polite about it. A, a lot of the diplomacy of types like Leap begin and end at the barrel of a blaster. Um, would Leap be close enough to overhear this conversation? I don't think Tildoff lowered his voice at all to do it, and in fact, uh... Uh... No, none, none of those are really moves. Um, but no, he, he doesn't really... Like... Yeah, he, he didn't lower his voice at all. He didn't, like, shout it, like, but he, I, I think Tild I think Leap knows exactly uh, where Tildoff stands on things, so Tildoff doesn't bother trying to sugarcoat it. I think Leap will actually uh, ask, like, well, we're, we're outnumbered uh, 100 to 1, and people get hurt. What what would you have me do, Telloff? I don't really have an answer for your absolution. Just consider me a little more saltier than normal about the last people who died for you and your cause. And in honor of that loss, I'll carry that betrayal with me. And he's yeah. a Montelamari, so think about how salty that already is. I love Nichols. I think Leap looks contemplative. Um, and, uh, like, steps steps off for now. Ooh, would there be any Jedi, like, going up to Balta and being annoying? <laughs> yeah, I was interested in, um, like, maybe Balta is, uh, what's, what, like, what sort of, what sort of scenery is there in this, in this, in this little ice temple? place area some ice sculptures do we have like uh, jedi like carving more building out of ice with their lightsabers oh Ooh, that's fun yeah um maybe maybe gart is taking um balta like to like going along with her to a physician like trying to find a physician or something um just you know do a little tiny checkup um and and then like a jedi is like hey what the fuck or, <laughs> yeah. um i would love to rest my voice for a moment if someone else like played jedi uh sure uh uh so this this jedi uh they're just just a passerby and they see a sith walk by sort of thing is that what you're going for i guess so yeah okay so yeah this this jedi is uh legit carving uh, a guardrail uh, into the side of a ramp uh, and sees you like slips and like buries the blade a little too far <laughs> it, it like stumbles back uh, uh, clumsily deactivates the lightsaber what? who who let you in? and they're looking around for anybody uh, else you need to be more careful with your carving exile Jedi you you, you snuck up on me. Uh, 
and they're like their their shoulders uh they'll they'll be oh, whatever alien species uh Coleman Trebor was uh like a uh, like a saurian uh but a, a, like a very saurian dinosaur faced green-skinned uh humanoid um uh, I wasn't expecting someone like you to join our cause uh and they're like looking looking at uh Balta you you are here fighting on our side now right no I've come here to murder every one of you she, she rolls her eyes I I have yes I've I've joined your cause okay uh did a lot of, of of your of your people join with you and like they're looking around they're, they're expecting like a shuttle full of sith to show up where uh the jedi are it's kind of like a like a like a deep-seated fear in this jedi the entirety of my people are here next to me and she pats gart on the shoulder i think gart is uh looking very defensive in this situation like they're they're expecting a fight to break out and they're ready to defend balta yeah this this jedi's name is uh huck Gidnu. uh they 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 uh, get on their comm uh master Caston, there's there's a sith here the the uh, uh a sith and apprentice um I, I i i think they're here to to fight alongside us what should I do with them? Agart says in response, I only fight alongside those that are strong. You don't look strong enough. Care to prove me wrong? Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Uh, maybe, maybe we could cross blades, uh, in the battlefield, but no, no fighting here. I'm, I'm under... I, I'm I'm under probation for the. It's not important. You just you just go on ahead. Uh, try try not to sabotage and betray us. This random Jedi is my new favorite character in this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Balta just nods and is like, "Come along, Gart. Don't don't bother with this." <sighs> Fine. Good luck with your carving, exiled Jedi. Uh, that Jedi's name is is uh, Paste Firmly, if that's all right. Is what? Paste Firmly. Oh, I already gave a name. Oh, go. Sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. you're good. Uh, it's it's a uh, Huck Gidnu. Huck Gidnu is very good. I'm sorry, I, I I didn't hear that. No, you're good. It's it's Chuck Wendig backwards. Oh, okay, that's good. Because <laughs> Coleman Trevor, I'm a dork. I'm sorry. So, uh, yeah, he, he goes, uh, he digs his lightsaber back out and he, uh, doesn't take his eyes off for a moment. Uh, when he goes to, um, start carving again, he realizes he's, he's burnt out his battery by basically, uh, uh, submerging it in molten ice. So his, his battery's fried and he has to go back to, uh, the quartermaster to get a new power cell. So he's stalked away pouting. Uh, I, I think that Bal like while Balta is walking, like continuing to walk, um she she stops like very suddenly and like put, puts her hand out in front of Gart, like like to stop him as well. Um 
and is looking at sees like the statue the uh the monument to the unknown god in the distance and says uh gart i've often told you that there's more to being a sith there's more to being a user of the force than what i can teach you up to this point Let us engage in the spiritual now. Come with me. And I think she continues this time in the direction of the statue. Not Gart's favorite thing, but they will comply. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I don't have anything more for that necessarily. Well, love love some weird force gods. I don't know <laughs> if I want to make them mortis because I feel like that's like overdone in a lot of like People love the Mortis gods. What's Mortis? So there are like three force gods uh, that like represent like the light, dark, and balance. Um, but also they're like not really well known. Like most Jedi and Sith don't know about their existence. Um, they're kind of like ancient figures of worship. Um, but I think it'd be cool to make our own thing. Yeah, that's that's that sounds cool. Yeah, uh, our own thing, and also like due to like the crumbling nature of this temple, like the the ice has smoothed away, just just erosion. So it's like they they could have they could be someone with a very distinctive face, but due to age and uh, uh, weather, it's almost impossible to make out anything but like stare just a blank face. Ooh, that's I actually really like the idea of a force god with a blank face. Yeah. Or at least that, that's what it appears to be in this in this context. I mean, the the it. Uh, I think that Balta hasn't seen like a a statue or monument like this since she was like training for like first in her weird period, uh, of like Sith training, um, in like the with like the weirdos, uh, who she learned from. Yeah. And so, uh, so this is this is a bit of a callback for her. I have a thought about what this god represents, um, which is that, like, I feel like there's no god for, like, imbalance, um, for, for, like, the, like, uh, like, the instances when, when, like, one power is greater than the other. Um, yeah. Like, th this is the god of excess, like, excess of the force. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, in that case, I do have more for this scene then. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> You've you filled me with ideas. Um, uh, Gart, what do you see? What do, what do you see here? Describe describe this monument to me. In a, I I need I need I don't 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 give me the rote visual details. What are the what what do you feel from it? Hmm. Gart's gonna close. Gart's he him, right? Uh, he they. He they. <clears throat> Gart's gonna close their eyes. Kind of reaches out to this statue and tries to feel something through the force. And you're gonna say it's blurry can't describe it 
it's strong in the force, but doesn't seem to be forming any, it doesn't take any form. That's exactly right. Have you ever tried to, have you ever poured yourself a glass of water? Of course you have. Of course. You do it. <laughs> now, have you ever tried to pour a waterfall into a glass of water? No. More difficult. It wouldn't fit. Uh, it wouldn't fit. That's correct. Uh, and uh, she she takes her cane and lightly taps the monument and says, this is the waterfall and the glass. I hope you understand why it's blurry. Now, I, I know you wanted me to see a, a physician. However, I think it would do us both some good. Let us sit here for the next few hours in meditation. Yes, master. She she nods, gives a, gives a light smile, and and sits down. I hit you with like a weird visual for the end of this. Yeah, the, the, like Baltices. I think like this is clearly a vision of the Force, but the the statue of this figure, all the places where it's been like uh, sanded down and chipped by time are it's almost as if they're like bandaged by vines and the vines are leaking sap oh oh that's really good uh can i add i'm gonna add a little bit to that yeah um when she sees that she feels like the texture of she feels like it's it's the touch sensation of fingers running across her scalp um, she's been plagued by hands lately. <laughs> yeah, she got hand problems. Uh, hell yeah. I'm curious is 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 Prior is Prior going to see uh going to see Mama? Yeah. Um. I uh. Yeah. I I feel like. Part of me feels like Prior needs to enter the cave. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, maybe not now. I, either before or after talking to her mom. I think she needs to go into the cave. Um, but by the cave, I mean, you know, the Empire Strikes Back Dagobah scene with, with Vader. Like, I think she needs to, like, have her... Uh, self-reflection? Self-reflection. Um... What if, like, uh, what if, what if her mom's place is, like, at the, like, far end of this, like, long tunnel? Oh, yeah. Might, 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 might be an opportunity for some weird shit. I, I guess specifically, like, does anyone have, like, ideas for visions to throw in front of Prior? Oh, um. Shit to do to her. <laughs> So what, what's her mindset? Uh, so, okay, I guess we could uh, work this out. So Prior's back here, about to see her mother. Uh, the, the, the exiles exiled her. So maybe uh, something about belonging and always being a cast off, never being chosen. Your mother didn't choose her... Uh, 
connection to Prior. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I, I, I do think that that is it, is that Prior is anxious about being, like, being being bound to great things, but also forgotten at the same time, like, simultaneously. And I think it's a very painful experience. I've got a specific sequence for her, if uh, related to that, if you, like... Like, yeah, um, let's see it. Something she would encounter. Um, I think, like, while she's walking through this, you said it was, like, a tunnel? Yeah. Like, um, the hallway. I think, like, there's this rapidly approaching sound of, like, a crying child. Um, and then just, like, in front of her is just, like, this child who is um, just, like, small and in tears and points the direction you came from and says can you help me find my my mom i think she's back there well i i, I imagine part of this is like prior knows that like I, I, actually I, I have a thought about this which is specifically that like prior would know that the, the exiles wouldn't know know how to get new padawans without doing the evil shit that like the regular jedi do where they just like take kids um and so i i think she's like shocked by this and she's like um i i don't i don't know if your i don't know if your mom's here do you have a do you have a, a master or a knight that you're supposed to be with i i was just playing and I think, can you take me that way? Points again. And reaches for your hand. Is is the child pointing back or or Uh, deeper in? Back. Um, I think Priyar says, um, I mean, I I gotta talk to my mom, but yeah, I I can take you back. And I, I think Priyar will like start heading back. Uh, do you, do you um, take the child's hand? Yeah, a prayer takes her hand. Uh, it slips through the hand. There's there's um, it, your your hand goes to the kid's hand. Oh, I think I think I missed your hand there. Let me. What? I I think sorry. I, I think I uh oh. Uh. Are are you are you here? Are you here? Prior, like, thinks on that for a bit, and she says, uh, yeah. I'm not here. I think you need to give a token to Prior for that. That Yeah. Space between reveal an old secret or new truth to someone and give them a token. Yeah, yeah. Take that token. Oh, I, I, I have a thought about this actually. Okay. <laughs> Which is that? Uh, how would you feel about Prior slowly realizing that, like, this child, like, like under her like long matted hair, looks like Prior A and B that Prior remembers this? Oh sh. Prior remembers I like that when, a lot. when this happened. I love that very much but she doesn't remember what older her did 
And see if we're just kind of standing there. The loop is closed sort of thing. I wonder if it wasn't older you who did this, though. I wonder if you're standing in for someone else. Yeah. Yeah, that makes... I, I know I know he, he, her mom, right? Or That's... Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that, that definitely... Um, I, I think Priya, like, thinks about, like, what she would have wanted her mom to do in the situation. And she, like, keeps thinking. And she says, um... Actually, I don't, I don't know if she says anything. I think, I think she just, like, hugs, like, she wraps her arms around the figure, but, like, you know, she obviously can't touch them, and just says, like, you're, you're gonna get out of here eventually. She, she's, she's, she's out there, just, you're gonna find her. Thank you. I'm really scared. I'm too. Um, I think Prior takes out her, uh, she like unscrews the emitter from her lightsaber and she like holds it up and she says, do you, do you know what this is? It's, it's, do you think, do you think, would, would young Prior know what that was? I'm not sure. I think she would know that it's a lightsaber emitter. It's it's a it's an emitter. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool, and it, it has a it has a kyber crystal in it. So like you just kind of you don't even need to like put other bits on it. Well, you do, but you don't need to put an extra crystal in. Um, it's it's really neat. That's um, cool. Can maybe I can use one when I'm bigger? Yeah, I think you're gonna have one just like this. They haven't been nice to you, have they? She doesn't know what to say. You're gonna do awesome things, and they're going to have to be nice to you one day. Or if they don't, then someone else will. I, I, I promise. Okay. Um, kind of welling up again, but the, the, like differently this time. Uh-huh. Um, thank, thank you. And reaches for your hand one last time. Uh, prayer will take her hand. You feel you feel it for a moment there, and then the child is gone. Uh, yeah, I, I think Freer like wipes some some tears from her eyes, and uh, I think hmm, I'm trying to think of like a, a symbolic thing for her to do with the with the emitter. Um. I don't think she would break it because I, I think I think she's established that like the value of this thing is like her self determination, mm -hmm. um, but I, I do think she would do something with it that makes it distinctly hers. Um, I think I know what she does. She just like she grabs the part of it that's the crystal and she just like rips it out and she like throws the casing to the side. Mm. She like tucks it in her pocket. Uh, a natural pat. Natural, 
what's this show called again? <laughs> actual play. Oh, uh, no, Pathways, Pathways Unnatural. Natural, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Pathways Unnatural. Pathways Unnatural is a story about uh, Prior building and rebuilding the same lightsaber, just kind of Shivathesiusing one constantly. Yes. Well, the, the moment that she gets her her actual lightsaber, she's gonna take this crystal and put it in there. So God, <laughs> I think that'll be the last lightsaber change. Just oh. gave me an idea for a ta another tabletop RPG, like a roguelike tabletop RPG, where you you die but you get to keep some of your stuff and you come back and be stronger. Oh, I've yes. thought of that. It's such a fun idea. I would love to do that at some point. I I I I know one which is about like being like a, a like an ever living like fungus creature I think, uh, or something to that effect. I'll maybe send this to you later. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. But it, yeah, I think I think Prior will will enter her her mother's sanctum with a kind of kind of pissed off look. <laughs> not maybe not pissed, but like. She's a little upset, but I think she's also like, uh, she's steady on her feet. She she knows she knows what she wants to happen here, basically. Do you think that uh, your mother would have other people in the sanctum at this moment, like having a meeting, like maybe a council meeting? I think that makes this makes this very awkward. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like called onto the carpet, sort of thing. You don't get to have the the one on one. You're you're gonna have to perform a bit. Yeah, I I wonder if like I I feel like the the Jedi who sent her on that mission to get this this emitter would be there, right? Like this this master. Um, Is it Vondar Tokir? No, wait, he's dead. Damn it. Never mind. The joke didn't land. Sorry. They're like, there is there one Jedi on this council that like is kind of contrarian to the rest of the council and tries to help out Prior and gives them gives her this advice. Yeah, and, and like specifically wanted to like <clears throat> send her on this mission. I don't really know if it was a test. I think it was more she this person wanted uh wanted to prove that Prior could do shit. And didn't need to be like babied by her mom. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I like that idea. I think that's fun. I don't think of a cool Jedi. I mean, I guess I probably shouldn't play this person. Uh, so if anyone has any cool Jedi ideas, feel free. I think they're a uh, an older Jedi with these pepper color dreadlocks. Ooh. I like that. Uh, he, and they, they use uh, they, them pronouns. Cool. Do we have a name for them? Master? If, if they're old, they've been through lots of conflicts, so maybe their name could be like uh, uh, like a Doctor Who sort of thing, like the, the general, the like the title. Like they, they eschewed their name because they're older and all that. Yeah. What about the examiner? Okay, yeah. I dig it. This like older uh older human, like like dark skin. I'm imagining kind of like round glasses and dreadlocks. And they're, they're I want to like... add on to a, li a little bit. It's 
yes. it's, it's not just glasses. They they are special like uh, focus crystals that help them to like see special things in the force. That's so cool. So yeah, it's it's the examiner. It's uh, it's it's Master Cassidy, and I guess some other Jedi masters who, I'm, I mean, feel free to come up with other Jedi if you'd like, but those are probably the two important ones. And a protocol droid. And a protocol droid. Um, I don't know if I want. To, I don't think I want to show up in this scene, but like, I think it would be funny if if HK forty seven were just on Ilum. I I would love it. I was like thinking of like I was trying to think of like a side scene we could cut to, like just kind of uh, Empire Strikes Back where Vader invites Han and Leia to have dinner with him somehow. <laughs> Uh, like this, this the door whooshes shut on this scene of uh, Prior having to make her case in front of all these people. We cut to. I love HK forty seven as a plot device. Yeah, or alternatively, <laughs> uh, on the other on the other side of things, it could be, you know, uh, Castle the mysterious figure is like um so you like you know the job is sh is to shoot them down before they get <laughs> before they land mm -hmm. and it's like um you know curious oh wait how 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 does uh, I, they do like the like yeah, yeah, tone uh, thing uh yeah uh, i'm yeah i'm using uh i'm using observation or amused bemused Bemused observation. Uh, and real quick, uh, Jacqueline, do you know who HK forty seven is? I don't want you to. I uh, I think that's a type of gun. Okay, close. It's it's a it's a dro it's a droid who uh, the name is definitely taken from. It's Hunter Killer Droid forty seven, and they pop up in the Knights of the Old Republic, the Old Republic, and like they're uh, a sassy droid who is very much a murder robot but they they do it so like the way they 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 convey themselves is entertaining enough like they're not sinister they're just like uh clarification master as soon as uh you do this i would have disposed of your body like just very blunt no no guile whatsoever that's very fun Humans, humanoids are meat bags. I think it makes more sense if this is an HK fifty, yeah, right? Because it's a, it's like a mass produced, mm -hmm. and also yeah. like HK forty seven is more like commentary, but 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 like they're a bit more um, they're a bit more dry, while the HK fifties are a bit more like uh, you know, excited <laughs> excited observation. This will be a most interesting job. Okay, yeah, yeah, they they inject it. Yeah, they just the next stage of HK evolution. Yeah. Or we could do HK fifty ones from, uh, from, sweater. I don't know anything about them though. <laughs> I don't know anything about them. Fifty was uh, what I knew about. I didn't know about the. I I know about like you meet. Apparently, they're a companion that you can have. That's neat. Oh, I did know about HK fifty one. I thought I got fifty. Okay, you fight fifties and you get fifty one. Yeah, and okay. they also one of the key important things about their characters 
is uh, they refer to all biological creatures as meat bags. Yeah, and they have a tendency to like uh, fake being like you know they love to be like uh, you know oh you know you know what 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 a great observation master and like master is the person they're they're trying to kill. <laughs> Splendid shot, Master. You almost hit my motivator kind of thing. Just Yeah. That's really good. Uh, so we see the mysterious figure like consulting with one of these. Yeah. Um I I'm 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 kind of, I I kind of just brought it up as like a a placeholder earlier, but I am kind of into the idea of like the plan being to shoot us down the moment we get to Castle. Because I just feel like it's a really that'd be a really cool way to start it out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we need we need someone to play the mysterious figure, uh, and then I I I would be happy to do an HK uh, Don if you'd also or Jack like honestly anyone could do an HK. Yeah, I know enough about the character that I could do it. Okay, yeah, who's done the mysterious? I mean, the mysterious person doesn't have to be the same person, right? We can bounce around. It's it. Yeah, they're voice modulated. So oh, okay, that's perfect. Okay, I'll I'll okay. do. I'll do I'll do mysterious stranger or mysterious. I also yeah. have a thought about the way that this like ending for the episode you go. Uh, sorry for like I don't know. Um, yeah, sure. Maybe oh, maybe like this scene is cut between. Um, maybe like there is like a few final words like that is like it cuts back and forth between this and um. Ooh. Um, the conversation like maybe this is the reveal about the because we talked about um the council in exile knowing the prophecy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like the you know like oh kill them oh hey prior there's a prophecy oh and when you kill them do this oh and uh make sure yeah like, like they're kind of having the same conversation almost yeah maybe like those things in movies where they finish each other's sentences but they're talking about two separate things yeah i don't know how people feel about that that was just a suggestion oh i'm that i'd love to give it a try yeah. at least yeah uh so i'll do mysterious stranger whatever they're sorry the mysterious what are we calling this i think we just said the mysterious figure in the past mysterious figure figure was a word i could elusive man <laughs> definitely not using that term bioware is very litigious <laughs> probably i don't and know disney's not huh? uh shut up jeff <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have anything for that <laughs> fair fair point Jeff HK, me mysterious figure. Would Pisirius be here? Or uh, Dario Spigley? Um, I think I'd rather keep that end of things sparse, just so. Sure. So, so, so it basically, is, is like this prophecy being explained to Prior? How, how are we doing this on like the other end? If that sounds like a fun idea, I think that's I, fun. Yeah. So, I would... definitely feel like this is the time to get that we need to get that prophecy planted here uh, that also gives everyone one character yeah and like that also means that like yeah so so i'll play prior jacqueline will play cassadin actually is that right yeah sure yeah and then jeff will play wait i'm am i missing I feel like I'm mixing things up. <laughs> no, that's right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Casting and Prior, HK mysterious figure. Okay. Uh, who who's playing HK? And which who's playing mysterious figure? 
I think Jeff was going to do HK, right? I'll try to do HK. Okay. You okay? So if if you're unsure of it, and if you want to swap, that's fine. You did a very good sinister kind of voice when you were doing the figure before, so just keep in mind. But no, no, it's fun. I like HK forty seven. So yes, I yeah, want yeah, an so opportunity to try it. Please do. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want you typecast as all the droids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, on Kessel, just to kind of stage this. Um, so Prior has walked in. The door shuts. We cut to to start this off on Kessel in the room. The mysterious figure standing in shadows looks across the room at a bipedal color. Like silver for HK fifty. A uh, a silver droid with a very distinctive face. Uh, you have arrived. I have some clarifying details to give you for the upcoming incursion. Query, what is thy bidding, my master? Mysterious figure smirks. Our opponents make plots gather resources they seek to pool resources to overwhelm us but we will be prepared for them i wish you to install specific ordinances to greet this would-be liberation clarification do you require any of them alive spare the elder and one other that we can use as leverage Analysis. The Elder is a Jedi. They are quite hardy. It may be best to take them out en route. An explosion targeted on their ship may disable them in just the right way. I, I trust your uh, esteemed experience in the field that this is the best course of action. I say do it. Take what resources you need, recruit who you require. If any of our assets prove to be expendable, the priority is the Elder. Affirmation. As you wish, Master, I will go and prepare. I do so love killing meat bags. <laughs> I had to say it once. No, you definitely did. If you didn't, I was going to ask you to. I have an um, idea for what the Jedi want. Is it it flips this? Like, what if what if Prior has to be like, no, I'm not going to kill Balta. Oh, it does make sense that they would be mad that Balta was there. Uh, I I think I know how to do this. Like in uh, conversation, if if uh if you want to if we want to play it out really fast. Yeah, Definitely. my specific thought, I guess, was that like. Uh, a, this is like the opposite conversation because it's like, don't kill Balta, kill Balta. Mm -hmm. <laughs> On the uh, and then also like, if if they have this understanding of this prophecy, it's like this is the person who is going to like rule the next, like rule the Sith, like, and it's like you're the person closest to her. You need to destroy her. Ah, Priore, you've arrived safely. Most people call me Prior, Mom. 
well. A mother and a master has difficulty changing the ways. As you know, our opponents seek destruction and chaos, but we are well prepared. I'm sure you know of the prophecy. Prophecy? So you haven't heard? No. Should I just say the one that you wrote? Yeah, I think it's pretty yeah. good. Okay. I think that's, yeah. I listen closely to these words, my child. In the epoch of decision and connection, a lone Sith will claim the Black Diamond, and with it rule an obedient galaxy. And I think she's like, uh, she, her for Kasten, is that right? Yeah, that makes sense. And I think she's like, I don't know if this is possible, but like transmitting with the Force images to go along with this. Yeah, that sounds that sounds real. So Prior is seeing like basically going along with the epoch, like oh, uh, like the Black Diamond, the Sith, all of this. Um, do you understand the implications of this, child? I I don't know who it's talking about, or if it's talking about now. I mean, you're you're showing me all these things, but I, uh, go ahead. I. I have but one request for you, and it is a request that will save our galaxy and that will save the future of all of us. I'm I'm listening. Kill the one known as Darth Astris. I have a I have a mental image for, for what happens here, or at least what Prior tries to do. Uh-huh. Um I, I like the idea that like because she assumed that she was going to be giving Prior back her lightsaber, her mom has the lightsaber like on like the the like armrest of her of her seat. Yeah. And Prior just like reaches out and like yanks her hand back and like pulls it to her hand. Oh my god. But I don't think she like ignites it. I think she moves to turn away. This has been Pathways Unnatural, a Star Wars-inspired actual play of Galactic 2E, a game by Riley Rethal. You can find the game at metagame.itch.io at slash galactic. You can find the Elder Playbook, written by Jeff Stormer, at jeffstormer.itch.io slash galactic elder. Balta is played by me, Jacqueline. You can find me on Twitter at Swamp Duchess, and you can find my Percy Jackson reread podcast at Unwise Girls. Nichols is played by Jeff McCallan. Find him and his other projects on Twitter at EPN underscore Jeff and at emergencypowernetwork.com. Prior is played by Eclipse. She's making Sapphic World at Sapphic World RPG and making streams at D Demon Eclipse. Tildoff is played by Don Bewley. Follow him and his projects at Hexgrid Heroes on all the social medias. Now, now this, this is, is podcasting. podcasting.